Hi, I'm Paul Shrinkflow and welcome to Tech Interviews. On this week's show, it's all about being certifiable as we take a look at NetApp's announcement for certifying their storage inside a Google Cloud platform for SAP HANA. We ask why they bothered and does it really matter? Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to this week's edition of Tech Interviews. Uh, so on this show, we're going to explore something that, that kind of interests me. Um, and it came about from uh, oh, this Monday, I saw um, an announcement from NetApp, you know, a company that uh, if, you, if you listen to the show, I, I talk about relatively regularly, um, and a company that interests me, and particularly in terms of what they're doing in, in public cloud. Um, so this week's the SAP Sapphire Conference, and on Monday, they made a big announcement about how uh, they were now SAP HANA uh, certified inside of the Google Cloud. And this goes alongside what they're already doing uh, with Microsoft Azure in the same space, having a similar certification. But it got me wondering as to why people are so interested in this kind of certification, why NetApp have spent so much time, effort and money, I guess, in in developing that and, and gaining that certification. And are people even taking big enterprise applications like SAP HANA into the public cloud? Um, but uh, as I'm ha- free, free and happy to admit uh, that I know very little about SAP or SAP HANA. Uh, so what I did was look through the people I kind of know in the industry and try to find somebody who knows this kind of topic really well. And I've managed to hunt one down um, in a good friend of mine, Andre Schmitz. Hi, Andre. How are you doing? Hi, Techie. I'm fine. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Well, it, it's good to have you on. Um, first time on the show, I think, um, although we have done some, um, some some video interviews in the past. Um, we may even put uh, links in the show notes to that. Um, so, uh, Andre, you're, you're a guy who knows his way around the uh, SAP environment. But um, but before we kind of have a look at this certification topic, why don't you uh, introduce yourself a little and uh, tell me a little about who you are and what it is you do? Yes, sure. Um, So I'm a a senior consultant for data center and infrastructure uh, at Bechtle. Uh, Bechtle is one of the largest IT system houses in Germany. And uh, I have over 17 years in experience in data center uh, and storage and compute technology. So that's a certainly a long experience, um, and and you don't look old enough to have been doing it for that long. Um, so oh no! People, <laughs> people, people will see uh, in the picture in the show notes. Um, so, well, let's talk a little then about kind of this NetApp announcement, um, and maybe not so much just what NetApp are talking about, but the idea of moving big enterprise applications like SAP HANA into the cloud. Um, but maybe before we, so, so actually perhaps we before explore just moving it into the cloud, do you, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about the SAP HANA environment at the moment? So what SAP HANA is and, and how you see people currently deploying this technology? Sure. So first of all, SAP HANA is just a database. So many people are talking about SAP HANA and don't even know it's in the first only a new database technology from SAP. And um, we see these days that uh, some people are struggling with going to SAP HANA. Um, They they do a little bit of of hesitation because um, SAP said, okay, we will support the old SAP only until 2021. After that, they said, okay, we will support it until 2023, 2025, 2027. And uh, so far, many customers feel 
very, very uh, unsecure uh, to do the step and um, to migrate from normal SAP to SAP HANA. Um, because if you want to move or to migrate, you have to meet some special requirements for your SAP HANA database. Um, talking about uh, storage key performance indicators, so-called KPIs, and you need to have uh, special certified hardware or servers. Um, you can do a so-called tailored data infrastructure. So you can choose a, a server from any vendor and uh, a piece of storage from another vendor or you can do um, SAP HANA appliances. So these are um, converged systems or certified appliances, uh, certified by SAP um, to run a HANA workload. So it does sound uh, quite a complex, um, quite a complex application, quite a complex beast. Um, and just just to go back to something you said at the beginning there. So so for those of us who, who don't really know the SAP world particularly, uh, and I certainly um, count myself in that. Um, so so Hana will become over time the standard way of delivering SAP. Is that right? It will kind of replace um, their their existing other versions. Um, it will be the standard for SAP, yes. Uh, and it sounds, um, as I was saying before, sounds a very, uh, very complex infrastructure. So so is this um, an application that is only really deployed in kind of the biggest enterprises or, you know, does it kind of go to, to mid-size organizations or does its complexity kind of dictate the, the type of business that would use it? Oh no, we we see it in in small enterprises. We see it in in mid enterprises, um, and we're seeing it, of course, in in large enterprises. Um, but it depends how big your installation is, um, what you want to do with SAP, and um, how the workload is. So if you're just running an ERP system, so you you can have a very small installation. And uh, the size of your compute nodes and uh, of the storage, of course, uh, depends on the uh, database size. So, so yes, yeah, so it's interesting that it kind of is an application that can be used across all sides, all types of companies. Then, um, and, and again, talking about that kind of complexity. So, so how are you seeing people deploy this? You know, we we started this conversation with looking at uh, this kind of NetApp certification for Google Cloud, alongside something they're already doing with Microsoft Azure. Um, are you seeing then with this a level of complexity? Are you seeing people start to deploy Hana inside of the cloud, or is this very much still an, an on-premises, your own data center kind of deployment? So as you know, I'm, I'm from Germany and uh, in Germany, we are not yet so cloudy people. Um, but yes, it's, it's right. Um, when thinking about to migrate to HANA, um, one can get in mind, uh, why not to use the cloud? So it's, it's a, certainly a, a good idea to think about this. But um, if you have a production line on-prem and uh, your production line has a dependency to your HANA system, so it is maybe not a good idea to move all your HANA workloads to the cloud if you have a laggy internet connection. 
Um, but for example, if you are a, a, a big retail organization and you have a few dozen or hundreds of retail stores, um, you should think about to put your installation to the cloud because you have um, much more better connectivity in the cloud than you have it on-prem. And I think that that does make sense. And and I suppose re- part of the reason I asked the question, not not only because of the NetApp certification, but also because the the way you were describing those kind of HANA deployments in, in that they're quite sizable, quite complex, that again, it sometimes feels like that would be the kind of ideal environment to perhaps put inside of the public cloud in that you can remove quite a lot of that complexity. You know, you're you're going to ask a question, I need some compute, the compute needs to be this size, I need some storage that is this size, um, and just kind of go and create those inside of those those public cloud instances. And I think that's also a very good point about kind of communications. If you're a, a manufacturing facility and you have a requirement for your uh, you know, manufacturing machines to talk to SAP HANA, then actually you may not need that at the end or may not want that at the end of a long latency connection. Whereas if you've got a thousand retail stores, it probably makes a makes a lot of sense. Uh, and do you see companies kind of doing this again? A good techie word, hybrid kind of deployment. Is there is there instances where some of that HANA environments could be on prem, some inside of the public cloud, or is is it architecturally is not is that not something you can do? Oh yes, sure you can do, and um, some companies already do do this. Um, but they have their production HANA instances on-prem. They have uh, their test and dev environment, uh, for example, in the cloud, because uh, that's something you can just start up in the cloud, use as long as you need it, and then shut it down. And if you have production, test, and development infrastructure on-prem, you need to have these hardware resources to to let them run and if you're using the cloud for test and test and development um it could be a a good economical thing and and do so are are you seeing increasingly and i I know you mentioned before that obviously based in germany there's some different views about how public cloud should be used you know a lot of that around kind of um, data sovereignty and 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 the importance of data privacy um, but but are you starting to see a, an uptake in more people consider at least considering public cloud then for for this kind of infrastructure? Yes. So in the last two or three years, some companies changed their mind, and some of them really have a a cloud first strategy. And it is part of my job, for example, to consult them to to go this way. Um, but moving to the cloud is not just copying one virtual machine from on-prem to the cloud. It's one of the silliest ideas you you, you can do. <laughs> um, so you must try, or the companies have to try to get cloud native, because not every process in your company is cloud ready. So some processes are so hardly bound to on-prem infrastructure that some companies have to change their processes because cloud things are not as customizable as on-prem things, for example. So they need to change perhaps um, some of your business processes to 
to be cloudy or cloud ready. And um, many companies are starting uh, in the first moment with backup to the cloud. That's one of the first things everyone tries. Um, many, many companies are, are doing Office from the cloud um, because it's a, it's a model from Microsoft. So we will see that there will be uh, no or less uh, Office installations on-prem in the next few years. So yeah, you, you should think about it. You have to be prepared and taking one step after the other to move to the cloud. So you will not be able to do the very big bang and say, okay, now I, I take all of my workloads and put it to the cloud. Technically it is possible, but it's very, very expensive if you're not cloud native. Well, and I think that's a really good point, isn't it? The idea that, um, and I think we still see it, and in some instances, maybe it, it can maybe still make sense. But yes, the idea that I just take an infrastructure as is, move it into public cloud and think that's going to be okay, as, as you just mentioned, commercially, that's probably not going to work. And, and probably even technically, it, it doesn't really give you the benefit of, of the public cloud experience, the the scalability, the geographic spread, the flexibility. You know, if, you, if you're just kind of architecting the same as you have on-prem, you're probably going to architect maybe some of the same limitations. So if, if we just have a little look then at this, because um, that's an interesting and, and useful background for me into the, the world of SAP HANA. So if we were to look at this NetApp announcement, so we've only seen it in a little bit of detail at the moment. You know, we've not seen a, a whole bunch of detail. Um, but uh, what, what do you think of what NetApp are talking about? You know, is is that something that would be of interest to you, for example? Yes, of course. So SAP HANA or um, the certification for SAP HANA in the cloud for NetApp um, was first in Microsoft Azure. And now we have it uh, in, in the Google Cloud with NetApp's own cloud volumes on tap. So you have enterprise storage capabilities in the cloud, and it is certified for not even running your test and dev environments of SAP HANA. Um, they are also certified for let your production environment run in the cloud. And that's a that's a bit of interesting thing um, because you you, are, you have now a, a great flexibility and you're much more scalable and faster in deploying HANA environments than, than if you do it um, on your own in the cloud. So I have heard uh, from some guys uh, who tried to, to set up and install their HANA environment on their own in Google Cloud. And after 14 or 15 days, they, they gave up and said, oh, it's, it's too much to do and too much to think about. Um, and then they tried Cloud Volumes services from NetApp and saw, oh, it's, it's, it just works. Uh, you only have to do one day of work and you have uh, high available storage, you have uh, snapshot technology, which is very interesting um, because if you have your test and development environment, you want it to be as close as possible to the production environment. So with snapshot technology from NetApp in the cloud, 
you can just do a snapshot and a clone and have the actual point of your HANA database as development and test environment. So that's pretty cool and it's very, very fast. Uh, well, I think that, I mean, there's a few really interesting points in that, um, you know, and it, and it sounds as though, so it's what NetApp have, have done here is to take um, kind of the on-premises uh, enterprise class storage capability. So lots of the things that we're used to in our data centers, uh, you know, storage efficiency, performance, um, and taken that and presented that within these kind of for, for, the, for public cloud providers so that we can start to take SAP HANA and run it more closely than we would uh, to, to kind of those on-prem environments. Um, and also bring with that a real speed of deployment and efficiency as well. Because if I heard you right, you were saying in there that actually in current environments, if you want to run SAP HANA inside of public cloud, you have to architect a lot of that kind of storage robustness that you would expect on-premises to do that yourself. And that sounds like it's quite a long, drawn-out and complex um, a complex thing to, to build um so so do you think that with um you know so actually from a netapp point of view then again neither of us work for netapp we are outsiders looking in did you feel that there is an a, a big opportunity for netapp and maybe other storage vendors like them uh, that if they drive some of this kind of enterprise quality um speed of deployment storage efficiency um uh, operational efficiency if they drive a lot of those things into public cloud do you feel there's a there's an opportunity for them with uh, with applications like SAP HANA? Yes, of course. And um, SAP is just one of the big applications. Um, you, you can run Oracle databases on it. Uh, so I think it's a, it's a really, really big opportunity. And um, to my mind, NetApp in this case is uh, future driven and perhaps two or three years ahead of other vendors. So um, they are doing a, a very good story of uh, storage in the cloud, of cloud services. And uh, yeah, I, I think we, we will get there in the next few years. And uh, NetApp is there, in my mind, uh, a pioneer. Yeah, I think that's a good point, and and maybe worth adding that NetApp are very proud of the way they talk about being the first storage vendor to have this kind of certification uh, with either Google or with with Microsoft inside of Azure. So, so it's interesting that NetApp are kind of the first to do this, and and clearly they they see uh, an opportunity there. So, so if we were to maybe look at your experience with people that you've spoken to around uh, SAP, maybe not just SAP Hana. Actually, you talked about how. Uh, this has value for other big enterprise applications as well. So, but but with your experience, do you think announcements from storage vendors like NetApp offering this kind of supported, certified storage deployment will, will that help some of your customers who've maybe been a little nervous of taking that kind of leap into public cloud to to maybe start to explore that in in a little more detail and and start to build it into a, a strategy. <laughs> uh yes it is uh, it could be one way it could be a, a great opportunity for some companies who are struggling at the moment but uh, in in germany some companies um just wait and see uh, what what others do and how, how the experience is so they are not the, the early birds 
to, to try uh, such a new technology. So perhaps let's talk in, in a year or in six months and we will see how things have developed. So, uh, yeah, and, and I think, actually, I think that's fair anyway, that any um, organization, it, it, particularly with a kind of w- what will no doubt be a core business application, is not necessarily going to want to be faced. I think whether they're German companies or not, um, I think we, we often see that with these kind of applications. Um, but but I imagine the kind of, uh, you know, well-known storage vendors, NetApp in this case, but I'm, I'm sure others may look to follow at, at some point in the future. I, I guess that will give them a little more confidence in they could run those core key enterprise workloads inside of public cloud, get the right kind of data protection, the right kind of performance. You know, that that sounds like a kind of a, a, a way of removing maybe a, a, a bridge, maybe something that stopped them from uh, making that, that leap in the past. Um, so to maybe more generally, when we talk about applications like this, you know, is there some, if somebody was considering moving to um, SAP HANA into public cloud, you know, from your experience, what, what would be some of the things that they would want to consider? And are there cases where actually it's not the right move for them? So as I said uh, in the very beginning, um, if you are a production company which 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 has a manufacturing line, um, it's probably not a good idea to move your HANA workloads to the cloud if you have a laggy internet connection. So, but if you are a a startup or you have many retail stores to to get connected with each other and your SAP HANA system. Uh, this would be a, a great chance to jump on the cloud train. Ah, the cloud train. That, sound, that sounds like a, <laughs> a great, great train to be on. Um, and so, so do you, uh, again, I mean, you, you're right. And again, they make, they make perfect sense as uh, reasons that maybe you, you would or you wouldn't. So, so if you were considering moving to public cloud, you know, what, what are kind of some of the areas that you would think that they, that an organization would need to consider? You know, you've talked a couple of times around thinking about being more cloud native in your thinking, for example, you know, is that, would that be a key factor to taking something like HANA into, into public cloud? And would you think that actually this kind of enterprise storage capability that, that NetApp are now offering as a certified service, would that, would that also be something that you would encourage people to think about using? Yes, of course. But you have to think about so many other things when, when moving to the cloud. First of all, security. Um, security in the cloud is a, is a way different from uh, your network security uh, on-prem, for example. You have to consider about connectivity between perhaps your cloud workloads and the workloads you have on-prem. Um, does there need to be any connectivity? How does it work? So it's, it's not just... Uh, one big bang and, and saying, oh, yeah, let's go to the cloud. No, so you have to consider about a few things, uh, security, for example, and networking. Well, I think that's, um, again, I think they're very good tips because, uh, and actually that piece that you just said at the end that, oh, let's just go to the cloud because uh, we like the idea of a cloud train. Um can be a mistake. And I, th- and I think it's something that we've seen quite a lot over the, the last few months where organizations have been, have found themselves out, out of necessity, you know, because the, the current situation, uh, you know, around the world that we've, we've all been facing for a lot of those organizations, they've had to consider, I just need to put some of this stuff 
inside of public cloud for actually that part of the reason you were talking about there in terms of connectivity i need to be able to make sure people can access my systems and the best way for me to do that is to have them uh, in, inside of public cloud so but but i think that idea of understanding some of those complexities i think are things that a lot of those companies have now decided have now started to realize after they've quickly made that move you know so it makes a lot of sense to understand all of those things before you before you start to make that shift so so just one last question on this kind of um, uh, netapp certification so so in terms of those kind of sap hana environments you know how valuable do you think that something like this certification is going to be for for companies to to enable them to have these kind of enterprise capabilities you know you talked about before the ability to snapshot a database so that you can provision it to to test and development do you think this is going to be a a huge shift for companies you know this being able to see the ability to have true enterprise class storage capability inside a public cloud is is that going to be a big benefit for, for you as, as you look forward uh, yes sure definitely so you you don't want to lose uh, enterprise functionality when when you move to the cloud um, so you you need these features in the cloud too and uh, that's the reason why you should uh, Take, for example, cloud volume services for SAP HANA from NetApp. And I think that phrase that you just used there is, is a really important one. And it's, it's certainly a conversation I have quite a lot with people is just because we're moving to the cloud, we don't want to throw away all of the kind of good things that we've had inside of enterprise data centers for, you mentioned, you know, you've, you've been doing your role for 17 years. I've been doing mine for just over 20 in all of that time, there's been lots of really useful benefits for, for organizations with the technology in the storage industry, as, as well as other parts of the industry that has driven great benefits to enterprises of all types. And just because we're moving to public cloud, we shouldn't forget how useful, useful those features are. We shouldn't forget all of the good practice we've learned inside of our data centers. So, so again, I think that's a, that's a really good tip. Well, Andre, as we, uh, as we come to the end of our time here, I mean, firstly, thank you very much. I've, I've learned a lot about kind of um, SAP HANA and some of the challenges that people have while considering moving to cloud um, but some of the some of the useful features that something like this announcement from NetApp can can provide that, that can ease that transition for companies um, so if people have um, been interested in what you've been talking about and, and would like to find out more uh, what what's a good way they can find you uh, online social media etc um, and and by all means promote uh, that the excellent blog site that you have <laughs> yeah, you can uh, reach out to me on Twitter and follow me um, at Der Schmitz. I don't know how, how you say it in, in English. Or like visit that. my... That's how I say it. <laughs> or visit my blog, um, derschmitz.com. Well, Andre, I think that's been great, really, really useful information. Um, and I think if people want to go and find out more about that NetApp announcement, they can uh, pop over to cloud.netapp.com uh, and they'll find it in there under the uh, SAP section on, on the homepage. So, um, so, but Andre, uh, that's been really useful, very insightful. And uh, thank you for your time and thank you for being on Tech Interviews. And I will speak to you again in the near future. Yeah, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed that. For show notes, pop over to techstringy.com. We'll also find all of our previous Tech Interviews episodes. And if you've got an idea for a show or would like to appear as a guest, then why not drop me an email at podcast at techstringy.com. And if you want to make sure you catch the next episode of Tech Interviews, then why not subscribe? You can find us in all good homes of podcasts, which also includes Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher and Spotify. So until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.